You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. U.S. Cyber Command's chief tells Congress nation-state intelligence services are cooperating with cyber criminals, and he's looking at you, Russia. Ransomware continues to grab up black market share, so everyone, back up your data. Spearfishers are also getting more plausible, but they continue to stumble over proofreading, and Anonymous threatens to intervene in the campaign for the U.S. presidency. Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Thursday, March 17th, 2016. The convergence among criminals and nation-state espionage services continues to develop as U.S. Cyber Command Chief Admiral Rogers warned Congress during budget hearings this week. Rogers, who also serves as Director NSA, singles out Russia for particular comment, noting that Russia is host to a large, capable, and sophisticated cyber criminal underground. He points out that cooperation with criminals can also provide intelligence services with deniability as well as capability. We do note that Rogers' testimony comes as Congress considers appropriations for the intelligence community and that cybersecurity remains an issue on which there's a broad range of bipartisan consensus. But lest one be tempted to write such warnings off as mere appropriations-driven fear, uncertainty, and dread, consider recent reports that code traceable to China's People's Liberation Army has begun to appear in ransomware and of stolen digital certificates finding use in both espionage and criminal campaigns. The Chinese case illustrates the complexity of the issue. It's not clear whether code is being cooperatively lent to criminals as a matter of policy, whether it's being pilfered from the digital quartermaster's shelves, or whether former contractors are turning to crime during a contraction in state-sponsored operations. If U.S. sources are right about state collaboration with Russian cyber mobs, and it looks as if they're on relatively firm ground here, such collaboration isn't without its hazards. Some potential blowback may have appeared in an apparent phishing campaign directed against Russian banks. Sophisticated crooks impersonated FinCert, the security arm of Russia's central bank, and successfully spearfished an undisclosed but apparently large number of Russian banks. They worked with a great deal of preparation, registering the domain FinCert.net. That's plausible enough, but FinCert's actual domain is CBR.ru. They attached a legitimate-looking Word document to the emails. That document included a macro that downloaded a file from a remote site. The downloaded file was also signed with a legitimate Komodo-issued certificate. What tripped the crooks up and tipped off their marks, according to Kaspersky Labs, was poor proofreading. In this case, the word compromise was misspelled. The single spelling error aside, the criminals showed remarkable attention to detail throughout. They sent their emails to addresses not easily found by open searches. They formatted their fishbait document to look like FinCert's newsletter, which, according to Kaspersky, is, quote, relatively closed and inaccessible to the general public, end quote. This suggests not only time and thought, but also access to insider information. 
The FinCert caper is not alone among ongoing email-based attacks. Trend Micro has been following the Olympic Vision business email compromise campaign, which continues to hit companies in the Middle East and across the Asia-Pacific region. Ransomware campaigns show no signs of slowing down. The adware-based attack that passed through major media sites and major advertising platforms late last week is spooking the online advertising industry as it should. Some normally ad-friendly security experts are beginning to think that ad blockers might now be an important security tool. The ransomware itself continues to evolve in sophistication even as it increases its black market share. Witness, of course, the aforementioned presence of PLA code and some of the angler-driven malvertising. Cisco's Talos Research Unit reports that TeslaCrypt has become, as they say, unbreakable. This means at least unbreakable by the tools recently developed to help people recover their files from the TeslaCrypt sequestration, not necessarily unbreakable in principle. We wish those companies who've had success against ransomware in the past equal success in breaking the apparently unbreakable. And Fortinet finds that the familiar Nemu code has added ransomware functionality to its tool bag. With respect to ransomware, the best advice remains the old standby. Regularly and securely back up your files. If you do that, you can at least recover your data, if not always your device. Some other malware developments are worth noting. Palo Alto says malware authors have found ways around iOS defenses with attack code they're calling Ace Deceiver. Recorded Future reports upgrades to Hydra, which is a version of the Umbra loader that features Tor-based support. Hydra's presence in Tor, Recorded Future suggests, will make it more elusive than the ordinary botnet. In the criminal marketplace, Shape Security describes an interesting offering, Centra MBA, an automated tool for credential stuffing that makes such attacks cheap and easy to mount. And Proofpoint warns of the unwelcome return of Carbonac. Banks and their customers should take heed. Turning to hacktivism, Anonymous takes a break from its dauntless, if curiously well-concealed, campaign against ISIS to announce its plans to hit U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump's online presence. The operation is planned for April 1st. A10 Networks thinks Trump's campaign unusually well-prepared against such attacks, at least if the attacks are of the denial-of-service variety. The campaign uses a content delivery network service, and such services are designed to blunt DDoS attacks. Anonymous has also threatened to expose Mr. Trump, which might suggest the hacktivists have something other than DDoS in mind. We close with some final thoughts on a skeptical approach to your email. If something doesn't look right, that the subject is odd, the language peculiar, the content vague, be suspicious. And note how close the Bank of Bangladesh and any number of Russian institutions came to getting looted online. The crooks were just a proofreading error away from success. At one level, this is disturbing. We hesitate to even speculate about the number of misspellings or agreement errors we ourselves commit in the haste of composition. Our publisher's staff has been having particular difficulties with the word please lately. You'd think the suits would have mastered this magic word in all of its forms, but no. So we'll have to call him around 3 a.m. tomorrow to make sure that email is really from him. With business email compromise running amok, you can't be too sure, right? So please, that's P-L-E-A-S-E, watch your P's and Q's when emailing. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. 
Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Malek Ben Salem is the R&D manager for security at Accenture Technology Labs, one of our academic and research partners. Of course, security on mobile devices is an ongoing challenge, and you co-authored a paper on using decoy applications for continuous authentication on mobile devices. Yeah, the goal was there uh, to uh, make detect basically any um, uh, masqueraders getting access to to a mobile somebody else's mobile device, uh, and so we use decoy apps for that type of detection. The idea is that as a legitimate owner of the device, you deploy several decoy apps, and you know that they are decoy, so you would not touch them. Uh, somebody else who gets access to your device who doesn't know what's on there and who is perhaps trying to steal some information about you uh, would not know what are the authentic applications and what are the decoy applications. So there is a high likelihood that they click on the uh, wrong app. So I have an app that says, you know, just it looks like my banking app, for example, some something that, that would contain something that the bad guys would want to go after. And when they click on that app, what happens? So mobile banking apps are a great uh, example uh, or a great uh, application for these types of decoy apps. Let's say you do banking with Wells Fargo. You'll have your regular Wells Fargo mobile banking app. Uh, but you'll download another, perhaps a Bank of America app or a Citibank app. The three of them will be sitting on your device. Uh, you would know that you're doing mobile banking with Wells Fargo, so you'll only click on the Wells Fargo app, uh, but the masquerader uh, would not know. When they click on the wrong app, then they get de-authenticated, what we call de-authenticated, so they get locked out of the device. Uh, we take a picture of the person using the device, we record ambient sound, and we send an email alert to the owner of the device. Clever stuff. Malek Ben Salem, thanks for joining us. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. 
Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Maria Varmazas here, your host over at T Minus Space Daily, and sometimes a guest on Hacking Humans, too. We here at N2K CyberWire work hard to bring you concise, intelligence-driven news and commentary, and we'd like to know how we're doing. Please take a few minutes to complete our audience survey and share your feedback to help us continue to grow and meet your needs. Visit cyberwire.com slash survey. That's cyberwire.com slash survey to get started. Thanks so much for your input as we reach for the stars. It means the universe to us.